With sporting fixtures around the world in tatters, some good news finally for fans of the quick-fit British Touring Car Championship. Series organiser Toka has announced a revised calendar with a view to getting racing underway around the UK in August. Joining me on the line is BTCC Chief Executive Alan Gow. Alan, great news for the fans and the teams. How do you see this new calendar and season rolling out? I see it rolling out as a very hectic period for, uh, <laughs> for us when we get going. Let me preface everything, uh, Steve, by saying that it's obviously a provisional calendar because it obviously depends on government directives that we'll receive up until August. But we're working on the assumption that by August some sporting activities will be allowed to be resumed. So uh, that's why we've gone for that date rather than try and push it earlier into July. I think that might be a little bit ambitious. So... Once we get going in August, it's, it'll be full on. Critically for the fans, I think they're all going to be welcoming the news, Alan, but they're all going to be thinking whether or not this means the racing will be behind closed doors. That depends entirely on the government. That's not our decision. If we have to, we have to, but that's certainly not our preferred option. So we'll have to just see what the government says. The optimistic part of me says it's more than three months away. I would have thought that in three months there will be some uh, movement around people attending sports events, particularly open-air ones. I think uh, enclosed events would be would have a problem, but particularly ones where you're at you know 400 acres at Donington uh, and and with social distancing, I'd like to think that they'll be allowed. Will it be the full Toka package, Alan, with the usual support races? Because of course we were looking forward to the minis joining the Toka package this season. Oh yes, absolutely. Our races and our and our support package doesn't alter one bit. The only thing that's altered is the date of the races. So yeah, everything else is the same. I guess you've been in long discussions with all of the team owners. What will it mean for them in terms of technical? and support stuff will they have to run on reduced staffing well it depends on what guys we have to run under if we have to run under very limited staff then we'll have to do that they'll have to reduce their staffing levels accordingly it's the great unknown there are questions i can't answer it purely depends on what directives are given to us we've got a metric that shows us how many staff we need from the teams to run the cars without things like uh, hospitality and everything else and we can run the events it's just the level that we can run them at regarding spectators there is of course still the excellent ITV coverage. Yeah, absolutely. And putting this calendar together was a nightmare, I've got to tell you. And and it couldn't have been done without ITV itself because, of course, having our sport run without TV coverage is just a complete no-no. So ITV have been fantastic. And you've got to also understand that they've got all their other sports that they cover are doing what we're doing, and that is shifting their programs to the second half of the year. Things like uh, the French Open, the uh, Tour de France, you know, they're all moving their dates. So they've got to try and accommodate us as well as all their other contracted parties. But yes, all of our rounds will be shown on, on ITV. The same program will still be produced live all day coverage and uh, the majority on ITV4 two or three times might go to ITV2 or ITV3 either way we're all going to have fantastic TV coverage The season's due to start all being well at Donington Park on the 1st and 2nd of August then moving around the UK with back to back weekends a packed programme ending in November let's leap ahead of ourselves a little bit thinking ahead to the season finale uh, at Brands Hatch in November will that present an extra challenge in terms of weather and, and day light for the teams? I can't imagine sunscreen will be a big seller on that weekend, <laughs> but yes, yeah, it's going to be cold in November at, at Brands Hatch, but by heavens, we've been really cold at, uh, at Brands Hatch in, in October, haven't we? The challenge is clearly daylight hours, um, and the daylight hour, I think uh, sunset is at around about four o'clock on that day. 
But you've got to remember, if you cast your mind back to Alton Park, for example, we do six-hour days. Racing at Alton Park starts at midday on Sunday and finishes at 6 o'clock. So we can do a six-hour day and start at 9, 9.30, whatever time we can start at and finish at 3.30. We, mm. we, we, we can do all that. We've done all that before. We can do it again. So that doesn't present that many issues to us. We've just got to make sure that the timetable finishes mm. before sunset. Now just thinking about the number of races in the time that we have, the back-to-back weekend programme, clearly is going to present the teams with additional logistical challenges, particularly perhaps I'm thinking about when it comes to racing incidents where cars sustain damage and there'll be a a reduced time to make repairs. Has this been a a factor in your thinking and and indeed the discussions you've had with the teams? Yes, it is. But, you know, all of the teams will say the same thing to you, and that is, well, we just have to get on with it. You'll probably find that I would imagine by race three on a race weekend, the drivers will be fairly careful with their machinery to make sure that uh, they can run the following week. I can't think of an occasion last year where a team suffered such damage that they couldn't repair it in a week. You know, look, these are unusual times. With the best world in the world, we would have been able to do it with more gaps between them, but we just can't. I made the promise to the teams that I would get as many of our events done as we could, and to do that means we have to pack them in. But do you know what? The teams are absolutely up for it. None of them have have put their heads in their hands and said, you know, this is going to be a nightmare. And just finally, Alan, without doubt, the whole world of sport will look back on 2020 as the year that saw some unprecedented uh, challenges for everyone. Do you think that there'll be ways of working coming out of of what's happening now and the plans you have now that we'll, um, you know, we'll see as being the norm when the current problems are over? Is there there a a learning from this which will help make things better in the future, I guess is what I'm getting to. Certainly for the foreseeable future, our lives are going to be different. The way we conduct business, the way we conduct our social lives and the way we conduct our sport will be different for certainly a a period of time. Alan Gow, many thanks. Pleasure. Thanks, Steve.